So I was like, there's only one you. Okay, so, and there's only one of the other person. And like, you can do what you can do and they can do what they can do. So, yeah, you know, I'm like, okay, true, <laughs> easy. Yeah. Get out of that. It's like normally just being in your head, you know, like finding ways to get out of, of that. Hey everyone, welcome back to One Thing in Common podcast. On today's episode, we have Juanita Jimenez. Juanita was born in Cali, Colombia and is currently living in Sydney, Australia. She loves watching movies, writing, and photography. Y'all, I'm so excited to bring on my friend, Juanita. Hello. <laughs> Hello, pretty girl. <laughs> good morning. Good morning from Australia. Yeah, good morning. You got me um, waking up pretty early. Yes, girl. As Well, early for you, evening <laughs> for me over here in the States. It is, what, what time is it over there? It's 9.30. It's not really that early. 9.30. Okay, yeah, your cafecito, you know. We had some coffee chats before we out here. So <laughs> if you guys do not know Juanita, we met in... Sydney, Australia. Actually, we yeah. um, both went to Hillsong College. I believe you're still in Hillsong, correct? Mm, yeah, I'm about to. Actually, I graduate on Monday on the 29th. Let's go. Congratulations, <laughs> my girl. You and you, you. Let's just talk about how you stayed in a country literally across the world during a whole pandemic. Let, let's just talk about that for a little bit. How was that? Because I can only imagine how difficult that must have been yeah well like it was it was pretty hard especially at the beginning of, of the pandemic um I mean I didn't I didn't have a job back then and I was like in the process of looking looking for a job but then everything like went into lockdown so I basically had like nothing um but like God came through so I guess that's like the first year was like a hard one but um yeah God was faithful like I always had you know like the important things that I had to do and then yeah I got a job and um then like the year started to look good again and I guess we had like this period period of freedom mm. and it felt well like it, it felt good we went into like college again and then we went into lockdown again but this time it was a little bit different um like I feel like I was more prepared um like we already knew okay we're going on walks zoom um and yeah I guess you know it is it, I guess it is what it is Right now, it's like hard for me to to not to think about how it was before. Actually, like okay, college during, I guess like what it would have been first year, which was so normal. Now it's like I've been we've been in this situation for two years. So what what other than that? I don't know. So I guess it would be weird. Yeah, I remember because I was with you first year. 
And I had came back at the end of 2019, right before the pandemic hit. And it was just wild to me to think like, oh my gosh, like, because when you're in college, like you're doing a lot, like, like six days out of the week, you are busy. You are a busy bee. You're serving, you're learning, you're working, you're doing something like you don't go there and you're bored. Um, yeah. So it's crazy to think that you go from doing so many things to like being home and having to learn from home and doing all those things. So I know um, a lot of my friends that are over there, or at least that were, they moved back. Um, they, it was tough, like you said. Um, but I think they got a lot of uh, gold, like about themselves within that season. I know we chatted on the phone a couple weeks ago, kind of how it like the pandemic, like causes to go to therapy and, and things like that. And um, yeah. it's, it's really interesting because I, sometimes it's in those moments where we are like, so like we're sitting with ourselves and we have no other option, but to sit with ourselves. And like, that's when like the dose of reality hits, but it's like, there's two kinds of people, people that just like stay stuck there versus the people that actually want to be like, Hey, I'm not going to stay here. I'm going to learn from this and grow from this. And so I think it's awesome that you started that journey as well, because I feel like it's just life-changing. Like <laughs> Therapy is yeah, life-changing. Sure. I was actually like, um, I told you I was in therapy before. <laughs> we had this um, Zoom and she was like, yeah, so you went, so you were the pest and then you were in the pest and then you were the pest again. And then a little bit anxious, but you know, it's like a season and like, I'm sure like you've learned so much and now like you're closing that chapter. So we gotta, we gotta like close it right. You know, like, I think it's very important to be mindful of, of that, you know, like go through all of the things that you have to go through. Like, it's okay to, if you're like depressed and you're feeling anxious, you know, just as long as you have someone to help you and like walk you through that journey. And then, so you can look back and, okay, I have all these tools but I also learned more about myself, like yeah. tendencies and stuff like that. So like, it's, it's nice to, to like, yeah, I guess it's been like almost a year or two that I've been seeing her. So um, it's like, we close chapters every like almost December because then yeah. she has um, a holiday, but it's important, you know, and, and I'm grateful for that as well. Like I've grown so much. Yes. I love it. I love how you did it first thing in the morning. Cause like I would always schedule mine for first thing in the morning. Cause it's like, after you get done with that session, you're like, I can take on the world. Let's go. <laughs> Ain't nothing yeah. getting my mood down today. <laughs> I think I was in Colombia though. So, um, the time difference. So yeah, the time, that's the one thing I remember when I lived there, it was such a struggle trying to get to like on a phone call with a friend. Cause it's like, what time? It's like, wait a minute, I'm a day ahead and I'm like 16 hours, I believe. Okay. So how do we do this again? I like went on very few phone calls when I lived there. Cause I was like, you know what, but it's worth it for sure. Yeah. I love it. So my girl, you are someone who definitely is a creative, um, as y'all heard, Hanita loves to write and to do photography. And I know you show some of your work on Instagram and things like that. So Juanita, I wanted to ask you, what does creativity mean to you? Okay. So that's a good question. I think, um, it's a, it's a way of expressing yourself. 
And like, I always think about um, my, me and my sister, like we're so different, but we're like very, very creative in a, in a different way. Um, she's more like of a logical person and like with numbers or like she's organized. And, and I think that's like creative as well, you know, like she can do so much with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, I guess it's just, um, it's like in our identity as individuals, you know, like mm-hmm. the way we do certain things. Um, I guess creativity is very personal and like there's no right or wrong. I don't know. It's like a very general thing, but yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that you said that creativity is, it's a very personal thing. I feel like everyone is creative in their own way. I know for so long I thought, oh, well, I don't take professional pictures or, you know, I'm not a fashion model or X, Y, Z, so I'm not creative, which isn't true because people can be creative in the little things, right? The way you style your room, the way you you dress up, right? Um, The way that you write and all those different things, I think that definitely incorporates into creativity and that's a journey that I'm on. I'm starting to realize like, Hey, I am creative and let me tap into that. And so I think it's fun because when you tap into that, it's kind of like also like therapeutic in a way, you know, like even cooking, you can be creative with your cooking. And I know during the pandemic, I baked a lot. And so I'm now starting to bake again with the holidays coming up and just being so creative with the recipes and the -hmm. design of the food and things like that. It's like, a form of expression of me, but also just like having fun with it, not being too serious. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think like, okay, so this is like something super random, but I also think like it's a form of creativity. Like, you know how sometimes people, when they're traveling, they're like really good at um, creating this plan um, for like the trip and whatever. Like, I think that I, no, that to me is like takes a level of creativity. Yeah. <laughs> that I'm not like that. Maybe I wouldn't be good at that, you know, but someone else would. And I think that's so cool. That's like it takes it takes like something, you know, to to be able to do that. Definitely. It really does. You have to have a special talent to do those strips. I wanted to ask you, Juanita, what do you do to get into your creative zone? Hmm. I I think it's not it's not always the the um, the same thing. Like I'm not very like um I don't stick to a, a certain um like routine. What do you call it? Yeah, like routine when it comes to all that stuff. Because okay, I'm gonna be very honest. I'm like I have a hard time being like disciplined. Like okay, I'm gonna sit right here and like on a Monday, like, and do this, and every Monday I'm going to do that? No. Yeah. Sometimes, like, it just strikes, but I guess I have to, I have to create a space for it. Mm. So, whatever my week looks like, I'm like, okay, I have this shift, like, during the week, but during this day, like, I have all day free, so I'm going to hang out, I don't know, with my friends and whatever. And then, like, maybe all of my housemates are out um, during the night. So that's when I'm like, okay, I'm going to sit down and I'm gonna, going to 
do something. Like I'm gonna look for beats and <laughs> write a song or just write my feelings or yeah. just I don't know. Um like think about my next person that I wanna friend that I wanna take pictures of and mm-hmm. things like that. Like it's very I guess I create this space in a very flexible way. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm there, I'm like, okay, thinking about it. So I guess that's how I get in my zone. Just like knowing that it's going to happen this mm-hmm. day. Yeah. You know, I love that. I feel like I'm the same way. I'm not a very structured or organized person as though some people say I seem like it. I'm not. <laughs> I have friends who hold me accountable and are very structured and logical that help me because I'm kind of like all over the place. Like I need, yeah. okay, this is my game plan. So I found the same thing where there are days I have to like separate, like, okay. And I actually heard this on a podcast and it helped me a lot. Um, where this guy is like creative, but also has his own business and all these other amazing things. And he said, you cannot multitask logic with creativity. Like you cannot, like your brain will focus on one. So there is days where he strict, he like strictly focuses on the lot, um, this like statistics of his business and how that's going and yeah. what can they do to improve and all those things. Right. And then another day is his free day where he's just creative on like what videos mm-hmm. do I want to, you know, create and like what content do I want to come up with and what things can I come? And it's a more creative mind, but that's something that I struggled with where it's like, I wanted to do everything in one and realize like yeah. you can't multitask creativity with logic. Like it just doesn't work. And so yeah. I found the same thing. There's days where usually it's like my solo days. I'll take myself out on a date, holler mm-hmm. at your girl. And um, I'll go to like a coffee place, get my journal. And that's where I just, there's no distractions. And I'm sitting down with myself and exactly what you said, Juanita, I write down my feelings. I write down how I'm feeling. And a lot of times um, I love like Rent, like they're random posts I do on Instagram where I have super long captions. And I know that's not yeah. for everyone, but I just love to write. And one of the ways that's like very healing for me is like to write. And so one day, like I'll just be chilling and then like it hits me and I'm like, oh, I got to grab my phone. And I grab the notes like tab on my phone and I just start typing away and typing away. And I'll do it probably for 20 minutes, just typing. And then I read the whole thing. I'm like, wow, this is, this is pretty good. Like this makes sense, you know? And depending on like what it is, I'll, I'll share it or not. Some things are more personal. I'll keep it for myself. Um, and other things I'm like, okay, this could help someone else, right? Whether it comes to rest or healing or things like that. But I mm-hmm. found that so helpful. What you said is like just taking a day to sit with yourself and see, okay, or planning this day, I'm going to, you know, either do a photo shoot or this day I'm going to plan to write something, whether that's a blog or if it's something for yourself. But I found that like the same thing as you, just that outlet, it's very simple. But I think one of the key things is like having no distractions. So you can really like tap into that. And speaking of distractions, I wanted to ask you, I know with distractions, social media, everyone sharing everything, it's such a great outlet to see other people's work. But sometimes, you know, it can, um, people can fall into the trap of comparison and things like that. Has there ever been a moment that you felt discouraged with your work? And if so, how did you get out of that? Mm. Yeah, well, 
Um, I think at the, I guess I still kind of struggle with that, to be honest, because, um, for example, I don't know, like, I, let's say I want to share what I'm, what I'm doing or what I did with my housemates at the beginning of lockdown, which that was like a project that came out of me being like, okay, I really want to like start taking pictures again, but I was like self-sabotaging mm. <laughs> basically because I was like, no, like I have an old camera. I got it when I was 15. No, I sold my 15 millimeter like lens. No, um, blah, blah, blah. Like we're in lockdown. Like I can't do that. Like it's not never going to look like, you know, certain um, pictures that I see yeah. on my feed or whatever. And I think that I was like, okay, you know what? Like, um, one thing that I've learned is like, it's, it's okay to work with what you have. If mm. anything, it only like makes you more resourceful and, um, like you, you can, um, I don't know. It was a great experience, for example, with that, um, because I was editing with like, you know, that app, Fisco. Yeah. That's where I edit my pictures. And then my camera is like super old. Like I got it when I was 15 and the screen is cracked. And I have the, the I use the, the same lens that came with the kit. <laughs> so, you know, like it's, it is what it is. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm just, like I try not to um, think about what other people are doing. Yeah. When it comes to that, because or like comparison, mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, I think the the people I've read about, or maybe the people that have captured my attention with their art, like they weren't they were just doing your their thing. They yeah. weren't like trying to to achieve something that other people had as well. So I guess, I guess that's like an encouragement for for me. Um, And it can be with my writing or it can be with my photography or whatever it is that I'm doing, even the way I dress. Like I just try to be as like close to what I feel like it's feeling good, you know, like trust Mm -hmm. yourself like your ideas so I guess comparison like it's it's not a good thing like my sister always tells me I'm quoting out my sister in this podcast <laughs> so it's like there's only one you okay so and there's only one of the other person and like you can do what you can do and they can do what they can do so yeah you know I'm like okay true <laughs> easy yeah. get out of that it's like normally just you being in your head you know, like finding ways to get out of, of that. So, mm. absolutely. Yeah, no, that was yeah. great. That was so good. And there was one thing you said that reminded me of this saying that Mike Todd always says in it's all you have is all you need. And mm. he like says it all the time, like when he started years ago, when the church really only the people that knew were the people that went to the church. And now it's like known all over the world, like from Mm -hmm. people from all over the world that watch it. And he started with what he had. Right. And it's so inspiring to me when I hear that, because it's like, okay, all I have is all I need. Right. All you had 
was all you needed. Your camera, even if the screen was broken, like everything, like you did it. And guess what? It worked. Like you, and I remember seeing those photos and they were beautiful. I was like, yes, Juanita, let's go. The people love to see it. Yeah. And you know, like my friends are like, why, like how much do you like um, ask for like getting, how much is it for like, if I want to get my pictures taken, I'm like, no, like I, I don't, I'm still not there. Like in a, in a way that I'm like, okay, yeah, this is what you need to pay me because I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm taking pictures of someone with a broken camera. So like <laughs> how, how much like can I ask for this? And they were like, are you kidding me? Like, I would definitely pay you. And I'm like, okay, maybe someday, who knows? But I guess it's just more of a, it's, it's been great, you know, because like, like I said, I was taking pictures of my housemates. So we would be like collaborating kind of thing. Like, okay, like maybe today we can use something for some, I don't know, this prison's closet or I have this. So like we all like, uh, we were all part of the creative process. But then um, I guess the real reason why I do it, and it's, I just love taking pictures of like my friends because it's just a, a, a great way to, to show them how I see them. I don't know, like mm-hmm. we're all always like struggling with, you know, our own insecurities and then to have a picture of you taken and then just hyping them up. I, that makes a difference. Believe me, like it's it's just awesome. I I'm their hype woman. Yes, let's go for all the hype women out there. Everyone needs a hype friend. Absolutely, I am a firm believer in that. You know, it's when you're your low days where that friend just comes in. You're like, wow, yes, I needed that word of encouragement. Thank you. You know. Yeah, for sure. It's a real place. It's a real place. And I've seen your photos and I'm like, wow, these women look gorgeous. I'm like, they are gorgeous. And um, I wanted to talk about a little bit of your writing. Um, mm-hmm. Has there ever been, I know I write a lot and there's a lot that's in my journal and who knows one day may be out there in the world or it may just stay in my journal. And other times I like to share it on Instagram yeah. and things like that. Um, but has there been times when, you were writing and you shared that and it touched people whether some girls message you saying wow like that really I felt that or I that was really encouraging or that was beautiful or something that like because of like your writing and what you did somebody felt like that was a blessing to them Mm. yeah I think um I used to share like you a lot of like long captions (laughs) Um, and I think one day I was like feeling very anxious and I just like shared a little like reflection and a word. And then someone was like, wow, like, like this, like I couldn't sleep literally. Like I was so anxious all night. And then the first thing that like appeared to me when I refreshed my feed was this that you wrote. So like, it can't be a coincidence, thank you, and I was like, you know, like, I'm glad, I'm glad it helped you, or, yeah, I think it's happened, like, more more than once, I haven't shared a lot, I, and, like, this year, I decided that I, I wanted to be, like, more introspective, yeah. and, like, yeah, 
but it for sure has happened and I'm so grateful when when I do because it's hard to to do that to share like your thoughts and like it's it's a vulnerable thing so sometimes I'm like no I don't know if I should share this maybe it's too much um but I guess sometimes you just need to like people will either just like scroll and don't read it or someone will and it will help them because like I know that I've read some stuff and I'm like wow I this is inspiring like I, I needed to hear this yeah but yeah I love that I love that um you've like felt that because there's times where I will share even like things like reposting someone else's story, right? Like someone has a post and you share that in your story and just sharing those little things and someone responding with like, wow, thank you. I needed that. Or wow, thank you. I needed that word or whatever it is. And it just goes to show like what we share isn't just for us. I feel like it's not even for us. It's for like others to, to feel, to, to, to be seen, to be heard in, in different ways. And I feel like a lot of times that can happen through creativity, whether that's writing, photography, whether that's graphics or whatever that looks like. I feel like nowadays um, it's kind of expanding where I feel like a couple of years ago, it wasn't so big where now people are tapping more into that. You know, you don't need like, for instance, I don't have a professional camera, but I got an iPhone, right? And the camera on the sucker is great. So I just yeah. put that I put that sucker on portrait mode and everyone's like, dude, what camera is that? I'm like, dude, it's the iPhone. Like it's it's the iPhone, you know? So people be hating on the iPhone, but it takes good pictures. Like that's literally all I need, yeah. right? Yeah. And so it's funny just to to capture those moments and and to share it with people. And, and also, like you said, like this year for you is more of a, a year of like introspection and, and, um, keeping more things to yourself, kind of, uh, internalizing a lot of things. And it's funny, mm-hmm. I actually had a conversation with a friend the other day and I was like, girl, this season, this next season I'm going into, which is like right now, I'm like, is a season of introspection, like a hundred percent. Um, I just feel like there's so many things that I want to learn and figure out, but I feel like I only will if I take that time to be alone in solitude, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm a very people person, you know, I, I love talking to people and being out with friends and going out and it's great, but I feel like every season of your life is different and requires different like things of you. And I feel like that I'm kind of in a similar season where, yes, I have the things where I go out and I have events and activities and great things, but there are definitely times where I'll also, you know, tell someone or a group or whatever, like, Hey, I'm actually going to spend the night in, or I'm just going to have time to myself because it's that time where you just want to like sit down and kind of like figure yourself out. And then sometimes it's hard when you're constantly out, like it's, it can be a distraction and yeah. it's fun to, you know, on a Friday night, like, you know, put on some cozy pajamas, put on a fire playlist or podcast and cook a yummy meal by yourself. Like, you know, like I remember when I went to UCF in Orlando, I would many weekends, I would just blast my music in my kitchen while all my housemates were out. And I had a blast just by myself cooking a yummy dinner and enjoying it. And it's like over the years, I've kind of lost that. We're like, I'll cook yummy food, but it's never just like 
for dinner a one by myself. <laughs> and now I'm like going back into that and I love it. It's like, I'm, I'm enjoying my own presence again, you know, not just in the morning where I have like my quiet time, which is like a ritual for me, but also like being intentional, like with the other things, whether that's taking your myself out for lunch or dinner or, or whatever. And I feel like mm-hmm. when people can enjoy their own presence, it's also like, um, I feel like people will be able to enjoy you as a person more because you have yeah. so much love for yourself that you really can love others. And it, it's just kind of like an overflow that comes within us. Yeah. And like, I've like, that's great. And I love what you're saying. Like, that's something that I've learned while being here. Um, yeah, like living by myself, like we, like I live with people, of course, but we all have our lives, you know, we all have our stuff to do. And sometimes I find myself alone and, and that's okay. Like that wasn't at all my life back home. Like I would have something to do like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like every day of the of the weekend, like my weekend started on Thursday. And it's great. It's great to, to be present and like to learn to be with yourself but when it comes to like social media the thing that I also wanted to say is like I have felt the pressure you know to be like oh I should share something like Mm. maybe maybe I should like I know that I was gonna keep everything to myself this year but there's like this pressure you know Mm. like and and I think that I I guess like it's important for our generation to to know that like there's so much more to like social media like um to you than like your social media and whatever and it's okay if like you don't want to post for a year or whatever or like one thing that I've also learned is like maybe I won't go back to like sharing everything Mm -hmm. that I'm thinking about you know sometimes it's, it's cool too just keep certain things to yourself if it if it comes to you feeling like that pressure you know Mm -hmm. unless it's something that you really feel like could yeah like help someone I love that I love that you shared that because I can definitely definitely relate when feeling this like oh my gosh well you know I feel like I have to put something but like your mental state isn't right so it's like Mm -hmm. I it's like, why am I going to post something if like, I'm not even mentally okay right now. And then post something where it's like, not even like really like where I'm at, like right now, like the last thing, at least I ever want to be. And I feel like you're like this too, honey. That's like, we're like, it looks like sunshine and rainbows on social media, but like <laughs> internally we're like dying on the inside. And it's mm-hmm. like, that's one thing, like I've learned so much. And especially within the last like six months, six to eight months, I've learned Like if I'm not okay, like I can take my breaks, even with the podcast, like sometimes I have to take longer breaks and I like throughout seasons because my mental state wasn't the best. My mental state wasn't the greatest and I can't come from an empty cup and I don't want to because A, that's not a place where I want to come from and B, the people are going to feel that too. You know, people feel like, wow. She is present. She is engaged. Like she is here. And then they also feel when you're not, you know? And so that's one thing for me too, I've learned and to ask myself like, okay, let me sit with this. Why do I feel pressure? Is it because of the world? Is it like, because someone's pressuring me or is it the own pressure from the world? And I'm like, oh, it's of the world. Okay. Well, 
the world doesn't define who I am. The world isn't like dictating my life. God is really God's directing my life and guiding me. So if he's not pressuring me with the world is maybe I'm, my priorities are not in line. And that's like something I've been realizing within the last weeks is like that pressure. When I feel it, I have to pause and be like, wait a minute, what really matters and who am I trying to please? Am I trying to please God or am I trying to please people? And once I answer that, oh, baby girl, it is like, oh, easy. God. Okay. So I don't need to worry about this. I don't need to worry about sharing this, posting this because it's like, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not trying to please people. Right. And it's like, I want to be of service to people and I want to be there for them and love on them. But at the end of the day, I'm not waiting for an applause from people, you know? And I feel like when we can come to that understanding, it's like the pressure to perform just vanishes. Like no need to perform because we're already enough, you know? Yeah. Preach, girl. <laughs> yeah, tu sabes. <laughs> Y'all, when I was in Australia, me and Juanita were in a Spanish connect group. And let me tell you, when they played the Latin music, your girl definitely salsa up in her kitchen. <laughs> it oh was gosh. so much fun. Like, Latinos do it better. Come on, Latinos do it better. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Sips her cafecito. She says that. Um, no, that was so much fun. And um, okay, girl. So I know we could talk all night, and I know you are on the other side of the world. So I want to ask you the last and final question. And that is if you knew then what you know now, what would you tell your younger self? Yeah, I would, I would tell her to not be so rushed to grow up and like, um, like you don't need to fit in, you know, because I feel like for so long, I like pushed the things that I really wanted to do aside, like, uh, I don't know, like learn to play guitar or piano or go to that art class or go to the acting class but because of where I grew up or like all of the opinions of the people or like what my friends were doing um I never really did that and now that I'm like 24 I don't know I'm not that old but like I was back and I'm like wow I, I like why didn't I you know so I would tell her to to just do it, you know, mm-hmm. because like at the end of the day, you're still gonna do it <laughs> a few years later. So let's go. <laughs> Might as well start now. All right. So yeah, just to you, like uh, yeah. To be honest, like I would say that to myself and to all like the little girls <laughs> in the world, just just do it and like go to that acting class go to that um like art class and be authentic because at the end of the day like your people will find you and you can be yourself with them and then you won't be worried about um fitting in because like you're you no one else is like you so yeah and like God loves you so 
What else? <laughs> what else? Hey, Meg, girl. <laughs> say it, girl. You better say it. I love that. Thank you, Juanita. Um, I always Thank love you. chatting with you and you're such a sweet soul. You have the cutest accent ever. Okay. Oh my <laughs> God. I'm so aware of it. I'm like, today is like one of those days. I love it. I love it. And thank you for just sharing a little bit of your heart when it comes to creativity and what that looks like for different people and being open about times that were kind of rough, but then you just learned there was so much to learn from that and encouraging people, especially younger girls to just do it, take the art class, take the cooking class, whatever that is, because at the end of the day, you're going to do it later on in the future, you know? And so I love that so much. And Hopefully, who knows? Maybe we'll see each other somewhere else in the world. Maybe Colombia, yeah. Miami, who knows? Aussieland? <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for having me. And yeah, I hope this was, you know, encouragement to anyone. <laughs> it definitely will. Well, we'll talk soon, my girl. Take care. Okay, bye. Thank you for listening. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and please leave a rate and review as it makes a huge difference. Also, share this podcast with your friends and family and don't forget to follow at One Thing in Common Podcast on Instagram and tag us with any insights you got from the episode. I am so grateful for each and every one of you and I hope you have the best week. Much love.